Arthur is coming to you just to share a little scripture. <laughs> Arthur. Brought to you by Arthur James. I'm just kidding. Here we go. This is the scripture, buddy. Can you read it? Go ahead, read go it. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, yeah, Quarantine so deliriousness. Just kidding. That's deliriousness. Excuse my um, appearance, as this is the first time I even put jeans on in two and a half weeks. And so. Uh, Not only the third time I, I showered. I how to do my hair and makeup and how to, you know, take care of myself. And this is the third, only the third time that I've showered. <laughs> I would not let that happen. Oh, I smell man. you on that a bad day. That undercarriage would be stanky. <laughs> uh, we'll clip that out. Um, no, but I think the... The main reason that me and Carissa just feel compelled to get on camera and share some of what we've been going through and some of the thoughts on our mind hey. is because it's just such an important time right now to just overcome your fear of being in front of the camera and just to share what's on your heart and your mind, be in relationship with people. I mean, the reality is this is how we're in relationship with people right now. And so I think it's a responsibility in a lot of ways on all of us to just, we have this little device in our pockets. Um, right now we're on a camera, but that doesn't mean anything. It's just because we have it. But like we have these phones in our pockets and I think it's really a good time in this world to pull it out, FaceTime a friend, FaceTime a family member, FaceTime somebody that you wanna encourage and just get in front of it and talk or and like just recording yourself to talk it out um whether it's just yourself or the couples because i mean in reality usually we're sitting down across the table from someone else and we're just talking and we're sharing our hearts with each other but in a way we can't really do that now so it's kind of cool to see people i know we've seen some of our friends get on camera and share devotionals or just share um, about what's going on in their life and how this is affecting them and um, it makes you kind of feel like you still sat down and got to have a cup of coffee with them so in a way this is our like coffee date with you guys <laughs> yeah it's like a little uh, yeah it's good um, <laughs> thanks <laughs> I mean it's good it's a good point like it's it's worth spending time together yeah. literally getting comfortable with the idea that just because it's just a camera we're talking to no we're talking to you and we want to be we want to just talk with you guys so and he doesn't want to be without us like he yeah, really he keeps has, getting up here with the us most clingy i'll put him down and he'll probably find a way time. to get back up um but but the real the real reason we want to come is just to encourage you through this time uh you guys obviously know that, that we're christians and we believe in jesus and i think now more than ever people are thinking about and leaning into what is this life about and if i catch this virus or if something happens where's my hope what do i think about what do i Your lean strength. into where do i get my my courage my strength to push forward and we believe that where we find that is in jesus and who he was and what he did for us and i think now more than ever we need to share that message and we need to tell people about who he is 
what he can do for us and the hope that we can have in him. Um, not because of circumstances in this world, in this life, but because of the promise that he gives us for eternity and what those implications are in this life right now. Amongst any type of trial, um, pandemic, plague, tragedy, death, disease, no matter what, we can have a hope. And that's only because of him through his blood and what he's done for us that we can declare that today. And so one of the things that um, I was just doing last week is I listened to sermons by Timothy Keller. He's a pastor in New York City called Redeemer Presbyterian Church. And he's been like a huge influence and an impact on my life just in a virtual way. I listen to his YouTube sermons, his podcast, and it just really teaches me a lot about the meaning of scripture, the meaning of who Jesus is, and how connecting how to connect it all together because sometimes when you think of the bible you're like overwhelmed and there's so much in it and it's confusing at times and it's hard to understand especially because a lot of times it's i mean it was written 2000 i mean the new testament of the bible was written 2000 years ago and even so before that thousands of years it was written when life was different and the world was different and the way you worked, the way you ate, the way you lived, everything was different and the way they talked obviously too. And so like sometimes that translation is really hard, even I know first becoming Christian, it's really hard to understand, but it is history. And so whenever you treat it like that, um, you can dive into like the why and what was going on, what's the context of what was happening at this time. And so, I don't know like that that is really important and yeah and it's helpful too because a lot of people say well the bible is irrelevant it's it doesn't have any purpose in this world we live in today i'm i have progressive thoughts i i think in a way that's beyond that that's stuck in the past but the reality is that culture changes yes mm -hmm. but our human nature has never changed there are things about us inside of us that does not change and that we feel on a day-to-day -day basis that we constantly have to fight. Right. And when we understand that better, we're preparing ourselves and educating ourselves about the realities of the enemy that we're facing. Mm -hmm. And when we have that knowledge and we equip ourselves properly, then we're ready to battle for that battle. Yeah. And so I think that that armor and that way to equip ourselves is the word of god it is jesus christ it is knowing him better and if we take the time to do that i really believe it has the power to transform the way we live our lives and so getting back to that point of that that sermon that i listened to um, i just listened to a sermon last week about psalm 91 and i thought what a better time than to talk about psalm 91 when this is a time where you see it all over the place because of its promise and its declaration and its comfort. And one of the things that I wanted to just go through was the scripture itself, but also talk about the meaning of that scripture and its power in our lives if we interpret it correctly. Because I do think and believe that sometimes scripture, we use it in, in for different, in, for self gain or in different contexts where it's not meant to be used and then down the road 
this scripture said one thing, but my life turned out a, another and way, and it has let me down. Yeah. Right, my expectations were off of the scripture. It's not that the scripture let me down. And so um, just giving clarity to that, I think would be really helpful for all of us to understand the reality of who God is and what he teaches us and just his wisdom and, and his and love. like this specific psalm, like the reality of the spiritual warfare happening yeah. constantly so much that Jesus went through that. Like Jesus was tempted by the devil. But yeah. I don't I I know that we're going to talk about that, but Yeah, so I just wanted to read the scripture and then I wanted to connect it to um actually a place in scripture where the devil uses Psalm 91 on Jesus. And it tells us an amazing story specifically about the power scripture can have both when it's distorted and when it's actually being used the right way. And so I'm just going to read um, Psalm 91, 9 through 13. It's a really popular verse. Um, and just let this soak in. If you say, the Lord is my refuge, and you make the most high your dwelling, <clears throat> no harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. And 11 through 12 is actually, Satan actually rips that verse from scripture to try and manipulate Jesus when he's tempting him in the desert. And so one of the things I want to do is just read how Satan uses this scripture to manipulate Jesus in Matthew um, 4 verse 6. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. And that's he's doing that to Jesus. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. And so the devil essentially is tempting Jesus with scripture. In this moment, he's trying to use the very word of his father to distort the truth and get Jesus to jump from a building that he knows could end Jesus' life. And what's crazy about this is that sometimes we read the scripture and we believe that nothing as bad is going to happen in my life. If I believe in God, nothing bad will happen to me. I'll be protected from disease. I'll be protected from tragedy. I'll be protected from death. I'll be protect. I should have a safe, joyful life. And the reality is that God isn't telling us that in this scripture. In fact, the devil used this scripture in that way to try to deceive Jesus. He tried to tell Jesus, nothing bad will happen to you in your life. God says it, so jump off this building. Your foot won't hit a stone. The angels will lift you up. But the reality is, Jesus knew better than that because he knew the reality of who God was. He knew the truth about God's promise and didn't let it distort his reality and his relationship with his father. And so I think when we understand this... Would you say that, like, he 
knew the reality of like living in the world too mm-hmm. that like do you think that do you think that it he didn't jump off the rock and try to prove to Satan like look I got saved like the angels did catch me mm-hmm. um do you think that he didn't do that because he knew the reality of that he was living like at that moment he was still in the world so like he was right. a human and he was in flesh and there's this thing called gravity right yeah like or did he just do it because he didn't want to like play the game with Satan like yeah. I, don't, I just like wonder it's a good about question that. I think I think what's really cool about Jesus is that he's not this distant far off entity this ghost this uh subject out in the sky he is near us. He's real. He's tangible. He became human for us so we can relate to him and understand a person, not just a concept or an idea. And so when I think about Jesus and to your question, Jesus was very real about mm-hmm. life. Right. Like we're, we're sitting right, ne- right now next to our porch. I'm I'm not going to take this scripture and say, you know what? God's going to save me. We live me. on the third floor too. So you know. <laughs> I'm not going to jump <laughs> off my porch, right? It's just the reality of the way things work. And so Jesus was very in tune with that. That and God meant it in a way of like faith, like to have faith, not what like you, what do you mean? So, so essentially what the, what the scripture is saying is that God is going to protect you, not from disease or tragedy or death, because the reality is we're all going to die. We're all going to experience sickness. We're all going to experience loss. That's that's an inevitable future for all of us. So that can't be what the scripture is saying, right? What the reality of the scripture is saying is, I'm going to protect you from your own heart. I'm going to protect you from becoming conceited. I'm going to protect you from becoming greedy. I'm going to protect you from becoming your own worst enemy. I'm going to give you eternity. Yes, Not I'm going to bring you into my home and in eternity. You're going to live where you were created to be. With yes, me with heaven. me in heaven. Yeah. And so that's the promise that God is portraying here and giving us. And when we actually let that sink in and develop inside of us, and we start to look at it that way, we start to see how faithful God actually is. Because I know that in my own life, something that I fight constantly and I'm constantly struggling with is the need and and this is just in humility is the need for power I think as a man um, just in general we want power we want authority we want control and so one of the things that God has done over and over and over in my life is that he's shown me when I'm seeking power in my life by bringing me to my knees and when I'm brought to my knees, that usually happens because something went wrong. I thought one way and it actually ended up another. And so it brings me back to him to help me get to know him more, his truth, his grace, his mercy, and his love, and his promise of protection over my heart. And so it actually is reverse. Something bad did happen that led me to actually softening and humbling my heart. And so the reality is, and that, like the in that sense too, like he's after your soul, after your spirit, mm-hmm. and like obviously your heart, but like that—that's what you focus on. That's what you 
are constantly checking yourself on and you know it is our responsibility to take care of our bodies to go to the gym feed it healthy things which i'm terrible at but i'm trying to get better at but not i don't want to say more importantly but i guess in a way more importantly like how are we feeding our hearts and our souls to um mold into the spirit that is going to be welcomed in heaven and how are we protecting our spirit in this world right now too because like yeah that like that's i think about that all the time and i fail but i think about it often yeah of what we're gonna do i don't know how i got onto that though. no i think it's a great it's a great <laughs> segue into i think the reality is like being pent up in our homes is difficult right now it's not something we're used to we live in america and we're used to hustle and bustle we're yeah. used to getting out and doing stuff and being busy and grinding it out right and so whenever we're stuck in our homes for so many days at a time and right now so many weeks at a time there's a lot of things that we're learning about ourselves that we weren't even aware of before and so i think it's more important than ever right now to make it a priority to build a better foundation for our marriage build a better foundation for the relationship we have with our kids with our spouse um, with our family members with our friends and really and ourselves yeah and ourselves and like, to really dive into the meaning of what this life is because i think it's it's exposing all of us to the fact that at any moment in time there could be uncertainty like this striking us and what are we going to do how what is our response going to be and if our response is constant panic and, and anxiety i think that we're going to be living a life that is very difficult and stressful and and hopeless and the reality is is jesus says like you're going to have trouble in this life but take heart for i've overcome the world and so if we're not putting our hope in the circumstance of life or the 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 situations that we're in or our financials or our business or our job or these different things and it's in him specifically and we're constantly going to him for reflection prayer relationship then the world can be a mess outside of us but internally we're going to be strong but the reality is if is if our situation outside is great but we're internally weak our life is weak but if we're internally strong and the outside world is a mess we are strong we move out in strength and so the priority during this season of life through all this mess outside is to really really focus on what's inside and that's the point that i essentially wanted to make with this scripture is that god is after your heart He's not after good circumstances. He's not after a bigger paycheck. He's not after a bigger bank account. He's not after more followers. He's after your heart and he's gonna protect you from your own heart. And so I think that the biggest thing with all this is that we just wanna be an encouragement in some way. We just wanna talk with you guys. And well, and this obviously be in a relationship. spoke to you like strongly i think it opened your eyes and when you shared it with me like i didn't watch the sermon but you told me about it and it opened my eyes to just protecting my heart to 
how people might even talk to me about scripture or protect myself from myself and make sure that I'm reading scripture in a level-headed mind and that I'm not allowing the devil or you know the enemy to like manipulate, manipulate what I'm reading for his gain yeah. um, because like you were talking about um, like already is that Satan used the scripture with Jesus and if he if he can if he feels comfortable enough and you know just this strong enough to use scripture with the person that is the scripture then yeah. like what's why wouldn't he try to use that on us right. so I think like for me that was like my biggest takeaway with learning about Psalm 91 and I don't think in any way like we're trying to say like don't lean on this like this is great like lean on it lean on it's it, just yeah. was something that was really unique that yeah. we learned that we just not just with Psalm 91, but every scripture that we read is just making sure that we're protecting ourselves from how we're reading it, and we're also protecting who we're reading or who we're listening to um, when they're sharing and teaching about the scriptures. Yeah. That's always like something I know first when I became a Christian is just like, you know, making sure that there's like those few things that when you're listening to someone talk about scripture or like a pastor or um, even just a teacher in scripture, like, what are they, are they mentioning Jesus? Are they constantly referring to the God or, yeah, are they talking about the cross? Um, like, what are those key things? And um, I know, like, I've identified some for myself and I'm sure that that's pretty, like, across the board for most people. Um, but yeah, like, just protecting ourselves from that because, as we know, I mean, TV shows, movies, they even use the Bible in our faith to, you know, like manipulate us. Yeah, manipulate us and scare us from it. Like, I loved scary movies growing up and <laughs> like I really did, but I was so freaked out by the Bible just by the actual book because of scary movies. Because every scary movie they point. throw in the book and like they make all this spiritual stuff like super scary and I'm like I don't want to touch that thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, anyways, like, just that was like my biggest takeaway from all of this, and I hope that it was obviously an encouragement to you, and maybe it was a new perspective even for you guys. I don't know, but um, I'm grateful that you listened to that and share that with me and everyone else. Yeah, absolutely, and I think the the last thing that Chris and I just want to say is that take this time to dig into your faith. It's the best possible thing that you could ever do for yourself is lean into God in moments of distress and unrest and uncertainty because He's going to show Himself to you. He's going to have you experience His love and His grace and His mercy because it's so deep, it's so profound, it's filled with wisdom. And He's so outside of the way that we think inside our tiny brains. I know we don't want to think that we have tiny brains, but we do. We're not smart. We're not, not wise. We're not wise. And when we lean on him and we f fixate on who his son was and the person of Jesus Christ, it literally transforms our hearts in ways that we would have never experienced otherwise. And so in this time, just, just try to shrink the external circumstance and increase the size of the God in your heart and 
with that, we're going to move forward out into this world in, in profound strength and be able to come together stronger than ever. ever. So, <laughs> I've never heard you mess up a word like that. It usually it's me. <laughs> but um, Sorry. We, we love you guys and we're so thankful for you know this small community that we have on here. It's, it's been a blessing and there's so many people and so many of you that we've really connected with. And so we hope this can be an encouragement. Um, we're planning to bring more videos like this to just talk, get in front of you guys, share our hearts, share scripture, share an experience. Um, and if you guys want to share something with us that you've recently been dealing with, maybe you have, maybe someone in your family's sick right now. Maybe you're, you have a, a friend that has some type of disease or is really struggling with depression or whatever it might be, uh, reach out to us. I mean, we would love to be able to one, put that on our prayer list and two, be able to talk to you about it. We, I've had personal experience with some, with some dark things in my life. Carissa has had personal experiences and we feel like we are um, equipped in a specific way to talk through that with people. Well, we know that God gave us our stories to use our stories. Right. Like we always say like, our hashtag is this is ours and that is completely created around the idea that we all have a story that God gave us so that he has instilled a passion he's instilled perspective that we can share with others who are going going through or have gone through the same things and kind of like be in community and think think through those things together with each other because you know I know myself I think internally with my head all the time and it gets messy up there and it gets confusing but sometimes just having a conversation to the length of like 20 minutes like we are right now can be so eye-opening profound sometimes and so um just you guys have a story we have a story and we just believe that if we come together that we and we share those stories that we can grow and become and grow towards righteousness ultimately so yeah and become um, the people that god's prepared us to be from the beginning i mean he planted a desire in our hearts to be a specific way like we have gifts we have talents we have things that we care about that were placed there for a reason and, and actually like what we're talking about right now like if we don't identify those and lift those up and surrender those to god like we're doing a disservice to him and we're actually allowing satan to win and um we are not we're not going to be able to fulfill that potential that god tried to give us and so like don't hold on to those things internally for yourself or feel ashamed by them or feel embar embarrassed um obviously we encourage you to process them in a way before like go and tell everyone but like share that share your story and yeah ultimately we can only share ours so that's what we're going to do and that's why we've created a platform to do that and so yeah just leave it I at that <laughs> i think that's gold babe well we love you guys we hope you're staying safe healthy um and above all stay hopeful and uh look to him let him be your light and send us a message sometime we'd love to talk with you take care Bye.